Hello folks, my name is Rick Pearson and this is Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. Folks, have you ever wondered about the wars, the hatred, and the confusion that's invading America and literally every nation around the world? Have you ever wondered where is all this heading to? Well, our guest today is going to unveil the Jubilee mysteries of this Bible as to where we have come from, where we are now, and where all this is heading. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Our guest today caused a worldwide stir with the release of his explosive first book, The Harbinger, which became an instant New York Times bestseller and brought him to national and international prominence. His next books were all New York Times bestsellers, The Mystery of the Shemitah, The Book of Mysteries, The Paradigm, The Oracle, of course, The Return of the Gods, and now The Josiah Manifesto. We are so honored to have this servant of God with us today, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Welcome back to Prophecy USA. Great to be with you, Rick. Rabbi Kahn, before we get into the book of the, the uh, in, into the Josiah Manifesto, I wanted to question you first on something. On October the 7th, 2023, Israel had the most violent attack in history, exactly 50 years from the day of Yom Kippur. And in chapter three of your book, you talk about the number 50 and jubilees. Can you give us a Jewish perspective on this war? Well, it's not only, yeah, it's not only that there is a 50-year mystery. One of the things in the Josiah Manifesto, and this is the book, you know, that, that as you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of it that, that comes into play with this 50-year jubilee and mystery, that every 50th year is the jubilee. Now, the jubilee can be something that is, positive i mean it is naturally positive but it can also it also has another aspect to it um it's a return it's a repeat in some ways uh also it can be a time of restitution and so the 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 thing is it actually is foreshadowed because in the book and actually rick the day before the night before the invasion i was sharing at beth israel it's the congregation i lead in new jersey um, and on that night, I'm actually was led to open up these these that particular mystery from the book, the 50 year mystery. And I'm showing how all these events from 50 years ago actually have this have a um, have a fulfillment, you know, 50 years, sometimes to the exact day. I mean, it, continuously. And it, I went up to I went 1970 to 220, which we'll talk about. Uh, then then it keeps going till 1973 to 2023. And what has already been fulfilled. So I brought it up to 1973 on Friday night and 2023. Well, the next event in 1973, the next major calamitous event was the Yom Kippur War. So I'm and, and the day that I'm the night that I'm speaking about the 50-year mystery happens to be the 50th 
anniversary, year anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. Well, I'm speaking about that. And so, at, and the, before that day was over, I mean, this is in New Jersey, so this is Eastern time. And before yes. that day was over, the invasion began. The invasion was part of that, is a part of that mystery. It's the, it was the next event. And it's there in the book. And the, the Zion Manifesto came out uh, a month ago in September. So this yes. came out. I'm speaking about it that night, and then it go it goes to the next fulfillment. And and wow. this event that happened, you know, this was, you know, it was the it was the worst um number one, it was it was the worst mass invasion of Israel, really the first mass invasion since the Holocaust. Well, since well, the Holocaust. Uh, well, yeah, on one hand, since the since Yom Kippur War, number one, but then the crimes that were committed and the one-day carnage. You're right. Goes back to the, the Holocaust, um, and when you mm. see you see these parallels between what happened 50 years ago. There's a, it's it was a surprise invasion. Uh, Israel was caught off guard. The intelligence failed. Um, it was done. The the Yom Kippur War was done on a Hebrew holy day, a holiday, um, and so was this one on on uh, the uh, the the holiday called Simchat Torah. Um, and it's actually the last of the seven feet, the last day of the seven feasts of Israel. And it also was done uh, on the Yom Kippur War. It was on the Sabbath. It was on Saturday when mm -hmm. it began. So it was again on Saturday. So everything, this is a replay. It's the mystery. And it, again, it's in the book before it happened. Wow. Now, the mystery in the book begins on the island of Cuba when you gave a prophetic object and a message to Fidel Castro. Could you tell us what happened and how it opens up the mystery that's affecting us all? Yeah, I, I would say first to, to set the stage and why and and how did how do I get to Cuba? With that, that kind of opens up this this kind of journey. Um, the Josiah Manifesto is, I would say, what if God was revealing to us uh, the mystery of our times and where we are prophetically, where we are going prophetically um and what to do how to is there a way to prepare and is there actually a blueprint from the bible that god may be pointing us to uh, a blueprint a a guide for the end times so the the subtitle is the ancient mystery and guide for the end times that's the josiah manifesto it actually the last part of it is the guide what do we do how do we prevail how do we stand how do we survive how do we how do we how, how do we do what god's called us for the last days and so, so it begins with this, like a prophetic journey of mysteries that in the end, they're all going to come together and they open up then the key to the end time. So that's, that's to get an idea of it. So the mystery or the journey begins in Cuba. In Cuba, I was asked to go there because Fidel Castro was opening up the island for one month to give religious freedom for one month to allow Christians to celebrate openly throughout the island. And the first event started on the East Coast and they asked, the Christians asked me to come and open it up and sound the shofar. And so I did. And then we, I, I journeyed for one month across the island. Many things happened. We can't get into it now, but uh, we ended up going, it ended up, uh, the final event was in Havana and it was in Revolution Square. That was the final, but it was Jesus in, in Revolution Square. And Fidel Castro shows up to, to the last event. And I, I get invited to go to his, presidential palace and so and actually before i even left for cuba i was given a word that it would happen i was told you will enter the king's palace so i was ready for that and when i entered in i had three objects that i was led to give him one object was the bible 
which was banned in Cuba, and I, I gave mm -hmm. him a Spanish Bible. Two was a prophetic object that was linked to the Jubilee, that mystery we're talking about, that 50-year mystery. And three was a was a word I wrote down on a on a page, a sheet of paper, a prophetic word to him, which was also linked to the Jubilee. Now the thing is, there's so much to this, we won't be able to get into it, but but to say that it turns out, it turns out, Rick, that the what I gave him was prophetic because what it did is it it gave him exactly how much more time he would have before he would be removed from power. And it, it yeah. gave the, and this is the mystery of the Jubilee, gave the year, it gave the month, the week, the day, and the hour. Actually, it was the 50th year linked to the mystery of the Jubilee of his coming to power. It was the 50th day of the 50th year. And it was the hour when he came to power or when Batista, the one who was in charge before him, fled the island at three in the morning he it went to three in the morning when he resigned. I mean, it was to the day. So it's 50 years and the 50 year mystery and the exact day. And that opens up the mystery of the Jubilee that there is that other side. It's not just, you know, if you lost your land, you get it back in the year of the Jubilee. But if you took somebody's land or you took what didn't belong to you in the year of Jubilee, it's taken away from you. Fidel Castro took what didn't belong to him. And it was in the year of yes. Jubilee. It was taken away. You know, America, the CIA, they all tried to get him out of power for like, but it was the Jubilee from Leviticus that got him out of power. And that's going to lead wow. us to another mystery that has to do with everything we all just went through. And that is actually affected yes. all of our lives is part of that mystery. Theological seminaries have inundated churches preaching that America is not in the Bible. Prophecy teachers have regurgitated for years that America is not in the Bible. But what does the Bible say? Prophecy USA is proud to present a 30-page brochure filled with scripture, debunking the biggest lie keeping the body of Christ in darkness today. America is fully detailed in scripture over 53 times, and now we want to put God's word directly into your hands. America's role in Bible prophecy is rapidly being fulfilled and her judgment is coming. For a gift of $15 plus shipping and handling, we will send you this amazing brochure. For a gift of $50, we will send you five brochures. For $100 or more, we will rush to you 10 brochures. And for a ministry gift of $500, we will send you both our books, The Hour That Changes Everything, and The Coming Exodus, plus 20 brochures for your friends, family, and relatives. Call today. Okay, uh, that brings us to chapter 9. You state that America has embraced dark practices that have created an invocation to judgment. Now, your book reveals some stunning discoveries behind COVID and the pandemic that changed all of our lives, even in Canada, in fact, around the world. Can you just share that yeah. mystery? Yeah, the, the Bible says, and Jeremiah was said it over the Valley of Hinnom, where they were offering up their children. He said, you know, if you are going to, you kill your the children, you're, it's going to come back to you. And it, it's going to come, the blood that you shed here is going to be shed, it's going to be your blood. It's basically judgment's going to come back. You take life, it's taken from you. Now, now take that, whatever a nation does to its children, it's going to come back. 
And and the thing is that, and God says that, you know, very clearly. Actually, Israel was destroyed because of what he did to his children. Um, but now that they take that mystery and combine it with the mystery of the Jubilee. Now, this is not, by the way, this is the, the whole world, by the way, is America was really central in this, but the world for the, this generation has killed more children than any other in the, in the history of this planet. And so when, mm. when, when and, and the, one of the, the judgments that Jeremiah says will come because of what you did to the children is he says it will come in the form of a Dever Gadol. In Hebrew, that means a great plague or a mass pandemic. It, one of the judgments for what you did to the children. And so this came on the this generation came on this entire generation across the world. And interesting, a strange aspect of COVID is it it's overwhelmingly you know that you know abortion basically, and that's what we're talking about, um, is the sin of the older generation against the younger. You know, but the strange property of this plague is it overwhelmingly spared the younger and struck the oldest, which which was the generation that mm. began this. And so the thing is, so when did America was lead, led in this? America led much of the world into abortion. America and not only has one of the highest rates and also killed children much later in the pregnancy than any other nation. So the thing is that when did America begin killing its children? Well, 1970. That's when it actually began. Roe versus Wade was 73, but it began in 70. Yeah. So when's the jubilee of that? 2020. Anything happen in 2020? The plague comes in 2020. And so you took life. Now life is taken. Now what you took in the year of Julie, it's taken. But it's even more exact because the very day that abortion began its entrance in America was January 20th, 1970, when the bill for the first bill for abortion in New York it, you know, is presented to the New York legislature. Ultimately, it's going to lead to Roe versus Wade, but it began on January 20th. Go forward, fast forward, 50 years takes you to January 20th, 2020. Anything happen? The day that the plague actually officially entered American soil was January 20th, 2020, 50 years to the exact date of when we turned to the killing of children. And then we all remember it was the same in Canada, but in America, it was it was in March. That's when it all fell. Yeah. That's when it came up. And that's when everything shut down. That's when, you know, Trump went on the air. He said America's now quarantined uh, on that. It was, a, it was, they called it the day that changed everything. It was March 11th, the day that, and the stock market crashed. It was called a pandemic there. The lockdowns began. Every, everybody remembers it. Well, go back 50 years. Where does it take you to? It takes you to March 11th, 1970. Anything happened? March 11th, 1970 is the exact day that America legalized the killing of its children. The exact day. 50 years later, it come, as we have released death, the death has come back. It's exact to the exact day. Now, you say, <clears throat> as you read the book, Lady Liberty looks over New York City Harbor like a lady of kingdoms. But you compare New York City to the ancient Valley of Hinnom prophesied by Jeremiah. Now, can you explain that mystery? Yeah, the Valley of Hinnom is the place where they were killing their children. And what, what, what Jeremiah says is the, 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 the judgment's going to come to the place where you shed the children's blood. Where, where, you, where you committed murder, death is coming. And so uh, the thing is that, so does America have a Valley of Hinnom? Well, the answer is absolutely. And the Valley of Hinnom, America's Valley of Hinnom is New York. And the reason being, not only did, a, did abortion first come to New York for the continent and then spread... But secondly, New York, to this day, then and now, 
is America's the abortion capital of America. More children are have had their bloodshed in that on that soil and that ground than any other place. It's the Valley of Hinnom. So, what would we expect according to the mystery? According to the mystery, then when this plague comes, then we would expect it somehow to be linked to New York or focus on it. It's exactly what happened. When the plague came and when America became the global epicenter of this plague, at the same moment, the center of the plague in America was New York. So much mm -hmm. so, Rick, so much so, if you can imagine this, that out of all, I mean, America's the, the center of the world, more cases in America, but within America, one out of every two of those cases is in New York, the little sliver of New York. And so, in fact, it reaches a milestone on April 10th when New York surpasses every other nation in the world, including China. And there's more cases in the little tiny sliver of New York than even China. And so, and, and April 10th, milestone, go back 50 years, anything. That takes you to April 10th, 1970. New York legalized abortion in New York on April 10th, 1970. 50 years again to the exact date. The United Nations has a 2030 agenda. The World Economic Forum has a great reset. The COVID-19 pandemic has an accelerated mandate. But as the new world order plans their world without God, nothing will be accelerated faster than the prophetic word God has spoken to the United States of America. It will be the hour that changes everything. Prophecy USA is proud to present their best-selling book, The Hour That Changes Everything. Together with our study guide and free app, prepare yourself for one of the greatest events in Bible prophecy. Go to prophecyusa.org or call the number on your screen now to make your donation of $35 or more and receive your copy of the book, The Hour That Changes Everything. We are waiting to hear from you. Call today. And you call New York a gate, a gate to America. Could you explain the mystery behind the gate? Yeah, the Bible speaks a lot about gates. You know, it talks about it says judgment comes to the gate. If you remember several scriptures on that. Well, New York is the gate, also the gate of America. It's the primary gate of America. And notice it's interesting how many things have come to New York. And I think of 9-11, the Harbingers, New York, judgment at the gate. Um, you know, and things and also evil has come out of New York as well. And the thing is, so so you have that. But so now abortion not only came to New York, New York is a gate, it came through New York. That is that that in the first three years from that 1970 entrance to Roe versus Wade, get this, a lot of people don't realize it, the majority of abortions in America took place in New York. And then they spread to the nation because people came there, spread it. So so it came through. So now what? what let's put it together. I mean, even if you didn't read the book yet, what would that be? 50 years later, when everything gets reversed and there's another death coming and it's in the form of a plague, we would expect something here. They just discovered, and this is what scientists looked at the, the virus, at the, the genes, and they found something very striking. They found that most of the, most, the majority of cases 
of COVID came through the gate of New York. So the same gate through which abort, the majority of abortions came, now the majority of the plague comes. And the thing is that, and then now in 1970, there was one other gate. It was number two. It was a small, much smaller, smaller, but it was the other gate to the continent that was for abortion. That was Washington State. So you got an eastern gate. You got a western gate. So 50 years later, guess what? The other gate through which the plague comes is Washington State, the same place through which the abortion came 50 years before. Patient zero came through Washington State, the very first, and came. To, mm. It was identified in Washington State on the very day, 50 years to the day that the other gate began with abortion. I mean, so, it, you know, and so if you had COVID, many of us had COVID, if you had COVID, the very virus, the very plague bore on itself, on itself, bore the markers that pointed to the two gates where America killed its children exactly 50 years before. Wow. Now, it, 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 we're, we're going through the book kind of line by line, precept upon precept here. In chapter 17, you quote Paul, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, it says, Now all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition. And then you expand that four more chapters, describing Jehu and Queen Jezebel from the 8th century BC, and you fast forward that, to Donald Trump and what happened on January 6th. Could you explain this mystery that led yes. to January 6th? Yes, uh, yes, that's the next section of, of the, and there's so many mysteries. We'll, we'll, we can, of course, just touch upon them, but there's so many mysteries. This one are, are, is under the heading of Jehu and the Temple of Baal, and I'll share that. Uh, just one note, one last note about what we were just saying, um, and that is that, Jeremy, you know, I, I asked the question, you know, in the book is how many, how many children were actually killed in those first three years, 1970 to, to Roe versus Wade? 1.3 million. 50 years later, we have another three-year period that matches the first three-year period. Every year is the jubilee of those first three years. How many Americans were struck down by the plague? 1.3 million, the exact same number of the children killed. So just, just to keep that in mind there. Wow. Now, to, to move to the, to, the, to the next part, there's a mystery where... The leaders on the world stage, the American stage, are actually following this ancient prototype in the Bible of lead, ancient leaders who were around when that when ancient Israel was falling away from God. And it's not like they know what they're doing. It's not like they're planning it. But so to set the stage for what I'm going to share is that, and, and by the way, this mystery has continued to come true. I first spoke about it in the, the book I wrote called The Paradigm. But it, it's continued to come true. That's why you'll see that it, you'll see the what's happened in the Josiah Manifesto. And it's this: uh, Donald Trump, without knowing it, is following the the paradigm or the template of a man called Jehu in the Bible. Jehu was a was unpredictable, wild. You never knew what he was going to do next. Donald <laughs> Trump. Uh, he was uh, he was. You never knew what he was going to say next. You know, he he was he wasn't a Jehu wasn't a politician. He was a fighter. Well, Donald Trump fights with everybody. Um, the you know Jehu Jay, they prophesy over Jehu and he begins he begins a chariot race to the throne. Well, actually Donald Trump was prophesied over and he begins a race to the White House. When when Jehu is in the middle of the race, he makes an alliance with the religious conservatives of his land. So Donald Trump makes an alliance with the religious conservatives of his land. What Jehu invites one of them to become his partner in the race, and his name is Jehonadab, and the man is a pious man. 
and he gets in the chariot and joins the race. Well, Donald Trump invites as a partner, also a, an evangelical Christian, pious man, to become his running mate. Uh, then, before Jehu can take power, he, he comes against his final opponent, which is the nation's former first lady. And so yes. Donald Trump, his final opponent, his opponent is the nation's former first lady. Interesting, because the nation's former first lady in the Bible was for Baal worship, which is child sacrifice. Yes. The nation's, the America's former first lady was the key advocate in the world, pretty much, of abortion. I mean, so you have the same thing. Yes. But, and so, you know, everybody was saying Hillary Clinton was going to, you know, beat Donald Trump. But the ancient mystery said, no, the one who walks in the footsteps of Jehu is going to prevail and the other one will have a downfall. Well, that's exactly what happened. And I will, I will say something, and there's so much to this, but I'm just going to give, because we'll get to January 6th even, but just to say one thing about it, Rick, and that is that how exact this is. Um, you know, Hillary Clinton was on the national stage with her husband from when he was governor yeah. to the end of his presidency, 22 years. Then on her own, she was in public office for 12 years, and then she, uh, then she stepped out, and then she came back for two years to run for president. So it comes to 14 years on the public stage. So 22 years with her husband, 14 years on her own. Her ancient prototype in the Bible, and this is not, I'm not, this is not an editorial thing, it's just what it is. Her ancient prototype is Jezebel. Jezebel was on the national stage of Israel with Ahab for 22 years on her own, 14 years. And it comes mm -hmm. to an end with a showdown with Jehu, just like it did. I mean, great, you know, amazing. So now there's so much to this, but let me let me say this here. At one point. In the in the this ancient mystery, and this is only in the Josiah Manifesto because it came true after, and that is that at one point Jehu calls for people to come an assembly in the capital city. So did Trump. Think January six. The people of Jehu end up surrounding a great capital building. So on January six, people of Trump, not all of them, some of them surround yes. the great capital building. In the paradigm in the Bible. The in, in, at that moment there are proceedings going on in that Capitol building. So on January sixth, in the the biblical template, the people of Jehu then storm the Capitol building while the proceedings are going on. So on January sixth, same thing happens. About it, we're not. This is again. There's no editorial. We're not, of course, condoning that. It's simply we're revealing. No. And, and there's a yes. template here. And. And then and there's so much to this and there's so much meaning to it. I, I mean, there, there's a significance why that's opened up in the book. But to say this on that in that week, the Capitol Police announced the number of those that they had arrested on site. It was the first arrest. It was on site and it made uh, headlines. And the, and the headlines were that they have arrested 80 people, 80 people is what they gave in the Bible. It, there's a word. There's, there's a phrase that says in Hebrew, Shmonim Ish. And that speaks of the people who went into that Capitol building. And, the, and that is a translated into English. It's 80 people, the exact same. Mm. So, so th and this is, this, this is part of a, this. a mystery that has to do with Jay. See, Jehu is the one who would end up pulling down the Temple of Baal. Temple of Baal was where they offered up their children. Now, does America have a Temple of Baal? Yeah, it does. It was Roe versus Wade because it allowed America to offer up 60 million children. So what the yes. paradigm was saying, and this again came true after, and that is that the one who walks in the, in the shoes of Jehu in some way is going to be key 
in pulling down a temple of Baal, which is Roe versus Wade. And so whatever you think of Donald Trump, it doesn't matter. So Donald Trump was key in pulling down, overturning Roe versus Wade. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed part one of the interview with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Join us next week for part two as we continue to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. My name's Rick Pearson. This is Prophecy USA. We're reminding you that Jesus is alive and he's coming back much sooner than many people realize. See you next week. Shalom. Thank you.